We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We will go through week three of the NFL schedule coming up in 20 minutes, but the Patriots will host the Baltimore Ravens today at Gillette Stadium. Uh, it's a Fox game. For those of you who uh, need to know, you're used to CBS having these AFC games. Right. But in all of the, I don't know, I guess it would be the trade different games here, there, and everywhere and trying to make all of the networks whole that the NFL is doing business with, including Amazon, by the way. Uh, this one ends up on uh, on Fox this afternoon. And, of course, the Six Rings postgame show will have you here on WEEI right after the game. Safety Kyle Duggar is among the inactives today. Jacoby Myers is inactive as well, as is uh, four other guys who really didn't factor in, quite honestly. All right, so let me ask both of you guys this. Yep. Bigger loss just for today's game, Jacoby Myers or Kyle Duggar. As crazy as it sounds, I think it's Duggar because that was, A, the one guy that physically I think you could have trusted to match up uh, against Mark Andrews. When you think of Duggar, 6'2", little north of 200 pounds, it's at least a guy that I think from a length to a sort of speed standpoint would have the ability to match up against Andrews or if it's that second-level guy that's got to keep an eye on Lamar Jackson, to me, Duggar would have been that guy. And that isn't to even come remotely close to denounce what Jacoby Myers has meant to this offense because he's been the guy, especially for Mack in his career on third yeah. down. The numbers are, are kind of insane. But I think just for today, yeah, considering right. you're dealing with such a unique player, the Duggar loss is massive. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it's simple for me. What kind of team are you? You're a defense team. So give me Jacoby Myers because I feel like you can make up for it, whether it be with Adrian Phillips. Yeah. You can make Peppers. With Peppers. You, can, you, you might not be able to replace – um, let's see the production that you get from Duggar, but you can make up for it. You can't make up for the production that Jacoby Myers brings. You have, you, there's nobody else that you can look and go, okay, he can do this. And if you offensively don't have your security blanket and this offense your best offensive weapon in the passing game, you were screwed. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that one, Wig. And, and Duggar's a good player. I think we were all expecting maybe even a step forward this year, maybe in like a, a Pro Bowl type season. Didn't play the second half last week, so they right. did play without him. They they have good safety depth. Right. That might be their best position they have on the field. Right. And I know Phillips was banged up, but he's in there. And Jabril Peppers played last week. Is in there. Obviously, you got Devin McCourty still. 
I also don't know if Doug, like Duggar's strength isn't covering. Like I no. feel like Mark Andrews would have an advantage over him covering. He's also not fast enough to spy Lamar Jackson. Right. I think where you might miss him is some of that at the line of scrimmage in stuff. In the box guy. In the box stuff. Maybe J.K. Dobbins is thinking, good, glad Duggar's not there. Right. I, can, I can kind of run over or around some of these other guys. So Myers has just been – the guy that Mac Jones looks to. Right. And so if you're looking for, you know, third and five, third and six, felt like that was a Jacoby I mean, you, Myers play where now I don't know where they turn. You brought it up, what, what, your, your, what you said, the amount of targets that the rest of the team has and yeah. the 19 targets that Jacoby Myers has. He's basically a third of the targets right. are Jacoby Myers. So your passing offense yeah. is Jacoby. So that can't be replaced? No. Who, who's going to do that? Uh, well, Bourne's going to get a chance. I, all I've heard is that these wide receivers stink. So why is one so weighted to the point to where it would completely shut down an offense that you were very critical of to start right. the show? But he's just—he's your number one security blanket. He is your—he is your best weapon. Bourne, for whatever reason, you. But is he so good? It, he. But this isn't. This isn't. Uh, Steph Diggs here. No, 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 but, but he's, no, he's more your first down guy, not touchdown guy, right? right? Like he's not a dynamic no, game changer. No, but but, for, but in this offense, he's the one guy that Max seems to be throwing right. To a and lot. your and your offense isn't like explosive as a Steph Diggs type of offense. Your offense is we need a guy who can consistently move the chains and that be a dependable possession receiver. And if you take that away from uh, from Mac Jones. You have nobody to replace that. There hasn't been another. At least we. You don't, but can they coach it up to do so? Right, but at least we've seen Adrian Phillips play well enough being in the box because Rich brought it up. Kyle Duggar has done a good job, but he's really more of a, a box safety who's there for an extra guy in the run game. He's not a man-to-man cover guy. He's not, like, covering tight ends. He's not a guy that you put in the middle of the field. No, but to me, that's the guy who can match up against the tight end. Right. Now they don't have anybody in that middle area because, to me, the physicality on Mark Andrews has got to be consistent today, but it also can't just be from a defensive end hitting him right, as they're trying to get th- to Lamar. Think about the weigh-in, right? Duggar is not a cover guy anyways. So anytime you ask him to cover, there's a good chance the guy he's covering is going to get open. So having him and saying, okay, he's not a great cover guy anyways, isn't Against wide receivers, I agree. No, I mean against tight ends. But, I mean, who but matching them? up against tight ends, I think but that's a part of the reason why you wanted he, that guy But that's there. not. But he's not a cover guy. When, that's not his strength, right? So when you look at Jacoby Myers, you got to ask, okay, which one weighs more for this football team? Like having him in the having not having him in the lineup. That means whether it's the defensive side of the football is got a, now a massive gap. Or the offensive side. Without Jacoby Myers, your passing game has a massive gap. Without Kyle Duggar, your defense is still pretty good, right? The gap of of, of losing him isn't that massive because you have an Adrian Phillips, you have a Devin McCourty. So Bourne gets those snaps from Myers. You're less confident in Bourne being able to eat than you are Jabril Peppers or... Adrian Phillips. Or Mac Wilson being the guy who then has got to turn well, around Adrian and help Phillips in coverage a little bit. Adrian Phillips we know would be the guy because think about it. Adrian Phillips was the guy – 
before Duggar, when Duggar was basically sitting on the bench his rookie year, that was the role that Phillips played. So my confidence level is right. greater. But there's a reason why Duggar has sort of ascended a little bit into a right, into I, a guy that right, but yeah, arguably they, your best linebacker is Kyle Duggar. But the, what they way. do yeah. is what they did is they didn't take Phillips off the field. They just put Duggar on the field, so they added a third safety. You can, and you can still go with three safeties. Right. Like, that was one of the big additions with Jabril Peppers. It, the, see, now, to do that. I, I wonder about a guy like Peppers in a game like this and how they use him. I almost wonder if he's got to be – yeah, I don't think you're throwing Jabril Peppers into the box today against a team that we know can run it. Phillips with probably Lamar. more so. And what, are, and what are the Patriots doing more this year on defense than any year we've seen them before? They're playing more zone. So you don't need AJ, I mean, uh, Duggar there to cover a tight end when you're playing zone defense. Is this more of a uh, zone game against Lamar Jackson, or do you have to, given compared to what they've done to this point this year, do you have to play a little more man-to-man looks against this group because it's Lamar? I think you I, always got to play zone. I would do zone against Lamar because I just think you're you're even if you have good coverage, next thing you know it's a 30-yard run. Right. Maybe Lamar just has to make one linebacker miss, which he can do every single time, mm-hmm. and then he's picking up big gains. And I also think their offense, uh, you know, some of their guys too, like Bateman, at least so far what he's shown in the league is mm-hmm. run down the field, catch it, and score, right? Like it's, a, it's like a Deshaun Jackson early in his career. Right. That's what Bateman is. And then Andrews is a solid all-around tight end, but it's not like they have – Andrews is the security blanket for Lamar. Right. Oh, yeah, and he's going he's gonna to get his whether Duggar was there or not. And he's the red zone. And you've you got to mm-hmm. ask yourself this question. Is this secondary, or when I say secondary, are your corners enough – to play the majority of man versus zone. See, they don't have any of those. Well, who's the wide receiver you're scared of? But it doesn't. Yeah, but, just but, Bateman deep, but, and that's but even it more of a safety thing. But it really don't matter, right? It, it's when you look at your defense, you don't go, you don't go okay, week to week we're going to change whether or not we're zone or man, right? You kind of say, here's but, what we but are. But the quarterback is so different. Well, the quarterback, but you look at what you are and what oh. you do well, right? So it's better for you to play – a zone coverage because, A, it doesn't allow those big runs in the running game, yep. and it doesn't allow the big plays in the passing game. So if you don't have – and we had Ty Law on the Greg Hill Show talking about that. Like, if you don't have a guy where Bill can go say, hey, Ty, go cover him, and we're going to play mm-hmm. man-to-man, and then we're going to try to – That's 10 on 10. You, if you, you don't have that. You don't have a J.C. Jackson, a Steph Gilmore. So now it's easier for you to play zone – because it eliminates those big plays over the top. This is the worst receiving group that they've faced this year because they started out with Hill Waddle, and then they went to Johnson and Claypool, and now I guess it's Bateman and DuVernay. Right, but think about – Really both just kind of deep threats. So not that they can't get you, right, but they're not – But they're not running precise routes. No, they're not running every route, and it's not, you know, five yards But but remember, that's the thing about man-to-man coverage. I don't need you to be super precise. I just need you to win and create a little bit of space – and if I get it in your hands because you're playing, man, is he good enough to, to get it out the gate? That's why I think the physical part of it has got to be a factor for the Patriots defense because when they do go to man, they need to force those those wide receivers who just want to get down the field. Right. They got to beat those guys but up. Guess- this is going this today. I think a little bit of today's Patriots, the game plan defensively, will go back to the early to mid-2000s. Of course, the rules have changed. You can't mm-hmm. grab those guys anymore. But just hit them, reroute them, try to force them to really want to want to work to get in route. But remember what you just said. Being physical, A, two things happen. 
that are on a bat that that could be negative. A, you get the defensive holding because you know now the league is you know they're throwing flags on anything. And then the other thing is if you're physical and you miss, see you later. That's the problem you have to worry about right. if you're playing man to man. Well, if it, you're playing zone and you say okay, be physical, you don't have to worry about you know not having help over the top. That's much easier to do for a cornerback. Well, if they also had a wide receiver that scared me, then I would be much more leery of that. But this because to Rich's point, no, but none, of, he, none it, of the wide receivers right. on either team scare us. But, but it feels like with New England, it's we have to be yeah, scared of them because but, of how we but think. The, versus our guys have no chance of point, doing anything. But the point that you're missing, yeah, it, but the, yeah, and man is. He, he don't have to scare you. If he gets open and he's running free and you're playing man coverage, it doesn't matter. That's the point that I'm trying to make. But if you're playing a zone coverage, you don't have to worry about those big plays happening in the passing game, and those could go to any – those wide receivers are still fast enough to where if they catch it and there's and they get by a guy, they could be scrubbing well, and they're I would, still scoring. Well, I would like to think that the safeties in, in terms of man coverage, that it's going to be cover two, not zero man across the board. Right, but they you could know be what playing mean? Where you're leaving one. It open. They could be playing some type of one. You could one. have a safety in the middle of the field, no question. It's right. probably McCourty because of his ability to be able to run. Right, you think they're more concerned about the Lamar Jackson big throw or the big run? I, I think they're concerned, and we talked to mm. Bill about this. I think they're con- their biggest concern is big throws. Big, so the 75-yarder debatement that the we've ex- already seen or Duvernay or whatever. Right, the yeah. explosive pass plays, right? Yep. So when you look at an explosive pass play in the NFL, it's usually 20 yards or more, right? But you've always had, and if you heard guys like we had Ty, oh, mm-hmm. it was, you've heard the saying, you know, GTFB, mm-hmm. right? That's what they mean to get the F back. Mm-hmm. When you allow big plays in the passing game, those big plays usually turn to touchdowns, right? So when you play man-to-man, if you don't really have the cover guys that you feel confident in, you're now opening up those doors for big plays in the passing game sure. to happen, regardless if a guy's a great receiver or if he's not a great receiver, right? If you just make a guy miss – and as a receiver, and you get by, like I said, whether it's Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne makes a guy miss, boom, and he goes over the top, and Mac Jones sees him, it's probably going to be a huge play. But this is his best chance by far to get out of the doghouse and stay out of the doghouse. No question. No Jacoby Myers. I bet Mac Jones, Matt Patricia, everybody's kind of searching for, all right, who's going to be that guy? Because what's the chances that – you know, five guys each get six targets. More likely, one guy kind of emerges as like the someone go-to, will end right? up with ten. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like like with with the with the Ravens today, Andrews is going to get more targets than the other right. guys. It's just sort of how it is. And so, if Bourne becomes that guy and makes it pay, even when Myers comes back, you would think, all right, there's the doors open right. for for Kendrick Bourne. The backs' ability to the one thing that the Ravens did do was they gave up some yards to the running backs in the passing game against the Jets. Now against Miami, that got a little tilted because the two wide receivers had such great days in the fourth quarter. But Gasecki was able to get a little bit as well, tried to throw it to the backs, and I, Baltimore was relatively successful at that. So I wonder if the running backs become a factor. Quickly, Mike Reese tweeted this. Nick Folk, who we haven't talked about much, uh, he did a, a pregame warm-up, cleared the bar from along of 53 to the open end of the stadium, 
and had a little distance to spare on the closed end. With Justin Tucker, it's not as big a deal. But Bill Belichick did acknowledge. Remember, he wouldn't. I think you guys might have asked him, Wiggs, on the mm-hmm. Greg Hill show about this open end of the stadium. Oh, the biggest light tower in the, the world. Oh, well, or whatever. And, <laughs> and apparently the scoreboard to the uh, construction end, I guess, is working today. Oh. So I don't know if the airflow is different or anything like yeah. that and if that ends up becoming a factor. But I know Bill was like, well, like he kind of brushed it off almost like, I've already studied it and know exactly what the wind is on each side of the stadium. Inside of 50, Nick Folk is nails. Outside of 50, yeah. probably probably go for it. And then the, the, <laughs> to go back to your question that you asked, like, you know, who's who would you rather have, Doug or, or Myers? Mm-hmm. Then you have to figure out what's the identity of your football team and what's the identity of your offense. It's not a big play offense. No. It's more of a possession offense. Right. So that's the other thing you have to factor in. Your offense – and, you know, isn't about making big plays. It's about possession, moving the sticks. And when you don't have a guy like Jacoby Myers who does that and that's does that thing. well, yeah. that becomes is, an issue. Is, does Josh Bledsoe get a little run today? Uh, he is uh, active for the first time in his career. Of course, the three-safety look, we know they like Bledsoe. He's a bigger guy. Yeah, because Might, probably only might Ma- there be a couple snaps for him yeah. in a specialty role? I bet, because don't you think McCordy will be the only one of those guys that plays every single snap? Correct. So right. you might rotate a guy in or out, and so yeah, Bledsoe could play. Yeah, you would definitely uh, think so. This is NFL Sunday, and uh, NFL Sunday is brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today, your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or one eight seven seven Cars for Kids. We'll give you our thoughts on the rest of Week Three outside of Foxborough. And of course, our picks are coming up at twelve forty-five. Let's go back to Brighton. Ethan has your trending. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We'll give you picks for not only today, but uh, two other NFL games coming up. I will say that unlike last year, Jermaine Wiggins off to a good start. Killing it. Of course, if we start making him pick first, then maybe we'll see. That was the whole trend of last year. Shifts. That's going to happen. I'm I'm in a good position. Right. A hot hand right now. uh, You very much so are. All right. Let's get to uh, the rest of week three in the National Football League. And before we get into it, I want to ask this because – 
Lord knows that after Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo is another quarterback in these parts that is uh, followed pretty religiously by the natives around here. Uh, what do you make of Jimmy Garoppolo was supposedly going to get sent to the Commanders or that the 49ers had a deal in place with the Commanders and the 49ers, I guess, weren't communicating and then it became elbow surgery for Jimmy G and that deal got blown <laughs> up and now, in a way... It might save the Niners' season that the guy is still there. But do you think that uh, Jimmy G engaged in some subterfuge to blow up being sent to Dan Snyder's organization? Yeah, it's possible, although there was also a good chance it was looking like if Trey Lance is healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo is just the backup all year. Right. So do you want to be the backup on a better team or the starter on a bad team? Like, I still feel like most guys, Wiggy, would want to be the starter on the bad team than the backup on a good yeah, team. Yeah, and right? I think Jimmy G probably wanted out of San Francisco since the day that they There's drafted. no future there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. well. Well, no, no, since the day that they tra they, they drafted Trey Lance. I, I bet he was like, all right, now it's time for me to move on from this situation. And it probably got to the point where, or at least this is what it seemed like, San Fran was asking too much from teams for Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree. When you see Baker Mayfield go for, what, a fifth-round pick? A year from now. <laughs> You're right, a future fifth. It, I think it might even be 24 now that I think of it. And it's similar to me because Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, are both NFL starters, but they're low-end NFL right. starters. And both those teams – the, the Browns got a guy that they know is better. The right. Niners traded all these first-round picks for a guy that they hope is better. So it's only a matter of time until they move on. The Commanders would have been one of those teams. So I assume right after this fell through, that's when they went and got Carson Wentz. I assume that's how that I that, think that so, yeah. That, that must that have, right. But the crazy thing with the Niners <laughs> is just how quickly they get to put this story to bed and just Garoppolo's going to start the rest of the year because yep. of the Trey Lance injury. Imagine if – so we'll never even see the, oh, they're three and five. Are they going to make a change? Right. Like this big thing or like or, – or, you know, the trade deadline's approaching and another team loses a starter. Do you trade Garoppolo then? Never even happens. The guy plays a game and a half or whatever, gets hurt. Or no, what was it? Not even a game and a half. And now Garoppolo's just the starter for the rest game of the year. Game and half so, a quarter. Yeah. yeah, so it ended up working out for, it, the, it for the Niners. Technically, it didn't work out for the Niners. Well, because by keeping him, it worked out. Right, but let me show you the bigger picture. Okay. Man. Oh, please. You know, I like oh, to paint. Here we no, go. I like this. Yeah. It's always about painting the bigger I'll picture. Close my eyes. Close and your eyes and, yeah. and imagine this. Let's say he does well and they, they go deep into the playoffs. Uh, don't they have this same issue next year? Because now Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. It's like a Nick Foles, Carson Wentz situation. Now it comes down to you got a quarterback who's coming back off an injury, very similar to Dak Prescott type of injury. So you, yeah. you can easily come back from those yeah. issues. We not see, even as bad, right? They no, said no, not, cause, a, not cause as bad. Dak's was disgusting. Yeah, not but as yeah. bad. But what I'm saying is I, he's I coming you, back from an injury. Jimmy Garoppolo plays well. Let's say he gets his team to the playoffs. It does well in the playoffs. Do you think that happens, though? You mean like he uh, oh, did I, before they traded three first-round picks <laughs> to go get a guy who can't play? Right, but the guy who can't play, they haven't seen yet. Now he's right. coming back off injury. So do John you, Lynch better hope that he can play or he's going to be gone. Well, all I'm saying is now you run into the problem if you're a San Francisco fan and you're going, wait a second. Jimmy Garoppolo as a starting quarterback here. His numbers is really good as a starting quarterback. Which the win numbers The are. win numbers, yeah. The other numbers aren't as No, impressive. no, the, the, but the win numbers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right, you don't think that they now look at this and go, oh, my God, he's a free agent. Now everybody was like the whole Trey Lance is coming back. I think they run into a bigger problem next year. 
Well, it also... might be like Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and uh, no, whatever no, love. No, not like that at all. <laughs> no, no, no I don't think those guys care who right, Jordan Love see, is. Somebody will be sitting there for a no. third year. <laughs> no, no, the problem becomes the guy that you drafted and you have high expectations yeah, yeah, for, yeah. you haven't been able to see him play because of injury. Now he's coming back off injury. So you already But had... my question too, Wiggy, and, and Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, name a few other guys, who do they actually like? Who do they like more? Because I think that's where you could really kind of have a real issue on your hands. Because if you're waiting around for Lance, those guys might hit the back nine. George Kittle's already dinged well, up early might, this or, year. Or if they're like, maybe they have a great year with Garoppolo. Even if they don't right. go deep in the playoffs. Even if, if those three guys are like, we feel pretty confident in him. Why not just bring him what back? What are we doing here? Like, oh, yeah. We're going to Trey again. Right. Like, See, that's why I said bigger pitch. Yeah. It, it actually works against them. Because if he doesn't get hurt... And, you know, then it becomes you have an some issue. other backup. And yeah, you do but then it becomes. But even if you got Jimmy G around for the year and, and like it gets to the point, like you said, they're three and five. And it's like at that point, I think they probably say, oh, we're going to ride with Trey yeah. Lance. And then they just move on from Jimmy G at the end of the year. Now, because Jimmy G starts. Yeah, you have a lot of questions. Still. And if he plays well and they get him to the playoffs, then it becomes potentially a bigger picture that now they have to deal with this whole thing again <laughs> next year. Rather than just yeah. being oh, like, they definitely do. Yeah, they, yeah. they want to be so done with it. They are not. They're still no, they're it. they're living it. Uh, the one on one Saints will host the 0 and 2 Panthers. Word out of Carolina is that the owner, David Tepper, is going to remain patient. It's also week three. Who's the patient. quarterback? Right. Wait till week 11. Uh, Who's the quarterback Baker with Rachel. the Saints, though? Oh, Jameis is still playing. Jameis is still, still playing. Yeah. No, I know he's hurt, but he's playing. Got, oh, I guess it's, he got pain everywhere. Pain, pain, pain everywhere. Pain everywhere. Pain everywhere. And they got like four cracked ribs in. I mean, uh, vertebrae. Vertebrae. Like messed up vertebrae in the yeah. like one through four or something so like that. Right at the top. Staying patient, that is does that count as the, quote, vote of confidence? No, no, no. no. But, you know, like when, when, I understand. when, I, when, I, when an no. owner or a GM says, like, the, the coach or manager, like, he's good, it really means he's got three weeks. Like, Matt Rule <laughs> probably doesn't make it out of the season, right? I, I'm, I, yeah. It feels like yeah, it's okay. trending that yeah, way. Yeah, he ain't going to be around for long. Uh, the uh, Texans are at the Bears. The Texans are 0-1-1, and, and I would say they're a good 0-1-1. <laughs> I sure. mean, they are what they are, yeah. but the Bears at 1-1 have been a mess. Chiefs at 2-0 are heading to Indianapolis to take on the 0-1-1 Indianapolis Colts, yet it feels like with the Texans 0-1-1, you're looking up with the Colts 0-1-1, you're looking down on them. It's pretty weird. Yes, yeah, seriously. Same same record. That AFC South is uh, probably the worst division. Definitely in the AFC, and you could make a case in the, in the NFL. Uh, Bills at 2-0 or against the Dolphins at 2-0. It's down in South Florida, and the Bills have a ton of injuries, so what gives here? I still think the Bills are too good. Josh Allen, Josh yeah, Allen's too nasty. Too good. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be fine. And then, that's a bigger long-term issue if they're safe. Well, you, we know Micah Hyde's out for the year, right? And if Poyer's gonna miss a lot of games, that's more of an issue long-term. And, and their defense, I think, is good enough that they might be able to like overcome a couple of the injuries that they they have in the back end. I think you know the addition of Vaughn Mill. I think when they brought Phillips back, like you know uh, Milano. Like I think their defense is still good, and they do play a lot of zone. So yeah. they're one of those teams where like, all right, well maybe our safeties just have to be in the right place. How many games? And I'm not suggesting 460 yards and six touchdowns. But how many good games does Tua need for people to not say Miami has everything but the quarterback? Is there a number? Yeah, uh, when they make the playoffs. So not till the end of the year. I, I, 
Oh, to me. So, like, if he's, like, player of the month, you're like, eh, Won't matter. Okay. No. I think you're right. I I, think think it's going to take a while for people to really buy into him. He's got to – the way he threw the football in the fourth quarter, where he, whatever yeah, it was, yeah, it's crazy. he has to do that every single week. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> so he's gonna be the MVP of the league. Then? Well, that, that's where he has to be. Oh my god! Four touchdown I, passes. I think a it could be under that for <laughs> but, people but, to change how they view Tua. I think it. I don't think it has to be that good. He has to be towards the top of the league. In quarterback play, mm. because they're too talented at offense. If he's middle of the pack right. as a quarterback with the talent that they have, you you if you're a Miami fan, you're going. This is not Still the guy. Still want to replace him. You yeah. he has to be top seven, top eight yeah. yards, yeah. touchdowns. They go eleven and six though. But if they go even eleven, if he, even if he's in the middle of the league, at yeah, eleven but, and six. No, but that's the whole Garoppolo defense, too, right? But that, that's well, a, there is a little bit yeah. of that. Yeah. But if he goes eleven and six here, and he's the middle of the pack, they're going. Imagine well, if we had a real quarterback. Well, the head coach supposedly loves him, so I wouldn't think it'd be an he's issue. Saying if the right they go things. eleven and he's six. Saying, he's saying you know, the right they'll things. do. They'll do like you said with the Garoppolo uh-huh. thing. They'll go eleven and six. They'll and bring Garoppolo down there, and then no, he porks. They'll figure out their way. Everybody up here. I've said this before. He's just keeping the seat warm for Brady. Probably. That's what he's doing. Well, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because it is one of the games I wanted to bring up. At 425, the 1-1 one one Green Bay Packers are at the 2-0 and o Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are winning with little offense and a whole lot of defense so good. far. Uh, but the Packers at 1-1, one and one, they're a mash unit. The reason I wanted to bring it up is this might be the final regular season meeting between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Possible. No, do it the, is. Uh, do the Packers play the Dolphins next year? <laughs> right. Yeah, you know exactly. That no, but a good question. Yeah, right. It, it, you know what? It's possible. But, no, those two, I think they're both in a situation right now where their teams are not great, even though Tampa's 2-0. and But by the end of the year, you feel like they'll both still be there. They're both so good. The NFC's kind of up and up for grabs, I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. But this has the feeling of uh, – a, a low-scoring Brady Rogers matchup. Looks like Green Bay gets the AFC West next year. Okay. Oh, so so uh, no. So oh, oh no. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Hang on. Hang, Who is hang, that? Hang on. I was looking at. Uh, sorry. Wrong one. Green Bay Packers schedule. They do have Tampa on it, but I'm assuming that's because they think Tampa's going to win the division. Yeah, which probably. So well, Brady, sorry, I was going. Well, Brady's crossover. done in Tampa, right? right. Isn't next year everybody yeah, saying Miami agent. or so uh, if he goes? So if he bust. goes to the AFC, it's the AFC West that they play, so he wouldn't get it during the regular. You know what? The, you know what? This game have to be a Super Bowl matchup. Finally, you know what Jesus. this game is. In my opinion, as I see this game, and based on the way the way that the, the, these two uh, Rogers and Brady are going. Yep. If you're a Bucks fan, enjoy Brady in a Bucks jersey for this last year. And if you're a Packers fan, enjoy Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay jersey because he's not going to be in one for much longer. Whoa! You, really? Why? Yes. Where does he's this done come after from? this year? I think he ultimately does the Russell Wilson and goes, I'm not going to win here. It's time for me to force my way out in a trade. Really? Yep. Because I was going to say, he signed a big contract. took a lot of money there. But he took that money before they moved on from Devontae Adams. Maybe he goes into Miami. I don't don't, know. And I would also like to think that Aaron Rodgers knew that when he was getting his money, that they were going to move on from Devontae Adams. Well, they already pissed off Devontae Adams. They offered Adams the same deal I think he got with the Raiders. And they was like, "Uh, I'm not taking it. I don't want to be here. But you see what Brady and Wilson, I'd say more Wilson and kind of what this league is becoming. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Aaron Rodgers knows I get my money. That's all I care about because I can easily force my way out of here because players are now doing that. You see that in football, similar to basketball, not as much. And I think what Aaron Rodgers is, he's the type of guy, does he really want to be, especially if they don't make the playoffs and they're like one of those teams, he's not on this rebuild. I mean, he signed that contract, though. But what what does that mean, though? Well, it, it means, means that, that he, he took was the money. To long, he took, even if he waited and got the free agency, somebody would have paid him But he took the money, but he can easily force his way out. I think out. what he's fi- figuring out right now is Tom Brady in 2019 where there was nobody to throw to. Right. The team was still good enough, and right. that's kind of what the Packers are right now. He's looking around like, who are these guys? Like, right. That is, a ba- that is a bad outfit. Right. And what ended up happening with Brady after 2019? He left. Right, so that's why. But he didn't have the contract, But he, but he controlled his situation. Right, but, but he didn't Aaron have Rogers, the massive yeah. contract. Right, but the, the – He might have stayed had he had the massive contract. Don't let, don't let the contract fool you when you're talking about a superstar who can force no, his way can. out. No, they can. I know they can. <laughs> I'm only laughing because – tickled. I'm only laughing because if they did move on from Aaron Rodgers, did the Green Bay Packers next year, first of all, Rodgers would be 40 – and the dead cap number to the uh, green to Green Bay would be ninety nine point seven million dollars. If they want to tank it and go and, and guarantee the number one pick, uh, but anyway, let's keep moving along for week three in the NFL. Oh, and two Bengals are at the Jets. Is it fait accompli? The Bengals get right here. No, maybe not. They have not looked good no. through two weeks at all. And the Jets might be frisky. The Jets might be shockingly. Even they can't with Joe keep Flacco. Joe Burrow up, right? Uh, yeah, that's been a big problem for them. I do think the Bengals win. They need a win, even if it's an ugly one. They need it because yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter how they doesn't get matter. it. Nineteen sixteen, sign the up Jets for it now. And yeah, kind of figure out what you got going. You forward, think Cincinnati? Uh, Burrow doesn't look right. You think they were? You think they're the the vanilla ice of the NFL? In a one-hit wonder. Ooh, yep. you didn't like Ninja Rap? That was a no, good no, 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 that no. was a good song. Just Ice Ice Baby. Ninja Rap. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, two hits. No, yeah, Ice Ice. Uh, I was big at the beginning of the yeah, year you were that they were going to be back. That they weren't going to make the playoffs. It's the they so went you on think a they're run. a one-hit wonder. Uh, I, I don't. I think Burrow's too good. I, I okay. think uh, I think this will be the hiccup year that we've seen from teams where it's like, okay, even though they went and spent money on the O-line, they still need a whole nother draft class, I think, to fill in the rest of that roster. They got hot. Their defense played well. They made just enough plays on offense. But they're still incomplete as an overall 53. But they got the key pieces right. that if you can get a couple other ones right, then you're going to be an so 11 you or 12 that, win that, team. Like, and the coach is part when, of that, by the way. When, He's when, made some mistakes. When's the last? Like, who's the last hiccup team you see get to the Super Bowl, miss the playoffs, and then bounce back? Was that Seattle, or did Seattle make the playoffs the following year? The Niners, maybe. Did the Niners get back, and that or not? And then they did. You're talking about like Super Bowl loser, because every, almost every Super Bowl loser seems like doesn't get back. They missed the, the next year. The Patriots at 17 right. did, but and then they, but but, yeah, but they don't miss the playoffs. All right, what about like? Oh, oh no, there's been a run of, of teams, teams who have lost the Super Bowl the next year, missing the playoffs. But the, the study but beyond they, that. But did they ever bounce back? Are I don't they, know. Is, I'd have is to... Cincinnati? My I guess my point is Cincinnati, the Atlanta Falcons. Like you're wondering if they're the Eagles. Where they got hot, they won the championship. The Falcons and made then the, the Super Bowl year, the next year, though. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Hey, one other game that I want to uh, touch on with you guys. Raiders, Titans, both are 0-2. Which team needs a win more? 
Raiders. Without question, it's the Raiders because the AFC West has yes. the Chiefs, has the Chargers, and even the Broncos. I know they don't look great, but they're one and one. It's a fair the point. The AFC South, I think – the Colts, even if they win, they're one, one, and one. Right. And then is anybody really counting on the Jaguars or the Texans to do it all year? Right. So zero and three, terrible. But you the, can uh, dig yeah, yourself out of yeah, that division. That's a good point. Yeah. AFC, Raiders have to have. Yeah. It. If you're, you're own three in that division, you're See, done. Uh, yep, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're screwed if you're own three in the AFC West. Yeah. I, I Rich, yeah. I think you're spot on. And with to that one. nail the Rich Keith prediction at the beginning of the year, the Raiders would then have to go fourteen and zero the rest of the way. They could to do get it. To fourteen. And they three. could do it. Oh, you had them fourteen and three. No, I just we're, 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 I have I'm every AFC. Joking. No, so because my whole push, I have the AFC West in the uh, all of them making the playoffs. Oh, okay. And so we would get texts and people would say. Oh, mathematically, that can't happen. I'm like, well, mathematically, they could all go 13 and four. <laughs> like, well, I don't think it's going to happen, but they could. But, but it or no, 14 and three. They could you, actually all go 14 and three. It, it could if they just lost because they would other. lose to each other in right. the division and then and beat out. everybody yeah. else. But yeah. it, it could happen. Of course, it could. Be, be, and the reason why, and I don't think they all have to go 13 and whatever the hell it no, is. No, you get the last place team comes in 10 and seven. Right. And gets the tiebreaker. Because if you look at the AFC, right, all these teams that we expected to be like. Uh, um, uh, oh, like these te- like the Colts are falling like if off the, the Chiefs, oh, Look at the, the Bengals. The, the Bengals, Bengals are opening the, up a spot. Titans right. and Colts are making it look like that's a one division team. Right. Mm-hmm. If the if the Dolphins end up tripping up a little bit, the AFC East could be a one division team. Right, you know right. I mean? So right. I, it's, I still the Browns think it's on. are the team that are the ones now that yeah. well they really should be three and oh if their dumbass running back just fell down, they'd be three and oh without Watson and, how long and Watson could, coming back right. for the final five yeah, they're, games. They're, they're one of those teams that you can be like if they're in the mix. You gotta keep an eye on them. No question. Yeah, no, that's fair. All right, so we will recap last week's picks. Jermaine Wiggins is off to a fantastic start, and uh, we've got three picks for today. That sends us out of here on NFL Sunday next. All right, let's get some picks in here on NFL Sunday. And again, thanks to our friends at uh, Helix Esports here in Foxborough, right at Patriot Place. It's a uh, very interesting, uh, it's an interesting area to do a uh, pregame show, but lots of TVs here. And of course, you can see the, the bar area over there as well. But thanks to the folks at Helix Esports for hosting us today on NFL Sunday. So last week, I went two and one. All right. Wiggy went two and one. And uh, Keith, you were one and two. So Wiggs, you're five and one. Keith, you're three and three. I'm two and four. Pulling uh, right. this thing All right. from behind. Yeah, Wiggy's hot right now. Rolling. Just picking winners. I think like a couple more weeks, it, it will be completely mad. It'll be over. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can have another. You think co- so? That with, over with 15 in, weeks left or whatever. I mean, the way I, the way I'm going right now, five and one. It's going to well, be all catching. If the Patriots offense doesn't show out today, there's no hope for the rest of the year, as oh, we what? learned with Wiggs. No, but seriously, Wiggy, you get to go first since you're 5-1. and one. Here yep. we go. The Buffalo Bills are down to minus four at Miami with all the injuries. That line was five as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now it's down to fours. We're getting ready to kick off. Buffalo minus four at Miami. Where uh, are I'm you? going Buffalo. I'm going Buffalo all day long, man. This team is just too good. Minus four does nothing like it. That doesn't scare me one bit because I don't think – I think Miami is one of those teams where I'm not really sold on the quarterback even though, yeah, you know, know, he was throwing a lot of wide open receivers. So, yeah, I'm going Buffalo. Keith, I'm going Buffalo as well. That was my, my lock for on Friday. Obviously, these injuries, they changes things just a little bit, but – 
they seem to be playing better football than everybody else in the league. They've had two really, really impressive wins out of the shoot. Josh Allen looks like the MVP. Right. He's still playing. Steph Diggs is still playing. And then Miami's kind of a curious case because they looked like they were about to get smoked by Baltimore <laughs> yes. and then came back and had a crazy finish. Uh, so, listen, I don't think that they're, they're a bunch of bums, but give me, give me the bills. Uh, I, I like Miami not to win the game, but because it's more than three, so I'll take four points at home against a secondary that is uh, dinged up. And, mm. again, I don't know if Miami's going to win it, but I think they'll put some points up. The Buccaneers, Keith, are minus a point and a half against the Green Bay Packers at home. Neither of these teams have been great offensively. Injuries all over the place. I think I like the under more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, seriously. I definitely like the under as well. This one's tough. The Bucs, I think, are going to be a really tough team all year. I picked against them the first two weeks and was wrong. I think I'm going to continue with that, though. Really? I'm going with Green Bay. Oh, Green Bay. There's a lot of injuries in you, Tampa. brother. Brady threw. He destroyed a couple of tablets, and he needed his defense to pick <laughs> off Jameis Winston and return a score last it week. They did to seal it. So yes. that's one thing that you cannot rely on against Aaron Rodgers is an interception or right. certainly an interception return for a score. So this is another week where Rodgers can kind of figure it out. The offense in Green Bay looked better week two than it did in week one. Mm-hmm. Really close. I think it's going to be an ugly game. I mentioned during the week, stay away fantasy-wise, both quarterbacks. I don't like Rodgers or Brady today. But I could see Green Bay getting a a, a close, close win. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tampa. Uh, give me the, the, the right. minus one and a half. I think it's skinny, but you're right. Ugly game. Wiggs. Uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, Tampa Bay. Green Bay's offense looked good because right. they uh, played against Chicago. The one, one thing about Tampa Bay, their defense does look really good. They're playing well. And Brady's good for even if it's, you know, Perryman. Or, I was going to say, he doesn't have Evans or Godwin. But he has Cole Beasley. And might not have uh, Julio well, might not have Julio. But he has Cole <laughs> Beasley. Brady is know. good for uh, dropping out one or two dimes in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Their defense is playing good. Rodgers, he don't have – no. I'm telling you, man, Rodgers – before long, he'll be on uh, Pat McAfee's show cussing everybody <laughs> out. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, the Patriots are down to plus two and a half. This was three. At one point, I think early in the week, it might have been three and a half. It's now down New England plus two and a half. I had Baltimore winning 23-20, so by the number, I'm going to go Baltimore. Keith, I'm going Baltimore as well. I think Lamar Jackson is on an MVP mission, and I think the way they lost last week – they're going to be ready to go Wigs? this week. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and follow that cab. I got Baltimore as well. All right, there we go. Thanks, everybody. Zeke for getting it up on Twitch. John for getting us on the air. Ken Laird as well. And our friends at uh, Helix Esports, thanks for hosting us. Hopefully it is the first of many. Enjoy Patriots football. Excuse me. Enjoy the Patriots game. Fitzy and Hart have the Six Rings postgame show right afterwards into Red Sox baseball. And I will see you with Andy Hart tomorrow at 10 a.m. Regression Keith because Keith's got to go have a baby on Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.